0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis of our sermon this morning comes to us from the book of Zephaniah. The first chapter, verses 4 through 7, and then 14 through 16. The word of the Lord that came to Zephaniah I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will cut off from this place the remnant of Baal and the name of the idolatrous priests, along with the priests, those who bow down on the roofs to the hosts of the heavens, those who bow down and swear to the Lord and yet swear by Milcom. Those who have turned back from following the Lord, who do not seek the Lord or inquire of him, be silent before the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is near. The great day of the Lord is near, near and hastening fast. The sound of the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty man cries aloud there. A day of wrath is that day. A day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of trumpet blasts and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the lofty battlements. Here ends our text. As I mentioned at the beginning of the service, we are coming to the end of the church year. Next Sunday is the last Sunday in the current church year, and then we move into Advent. But As we approach the end of the church year, thoughts turn to the end of all things. And nothing quite captivates our interest like the end. What theologians call eschatology. Last words, the end times, the last days, the last day, the day of the Lord. And down through the years, there's always someone, it seems, that's predicting when the end will come. But you know, that makes as much sense as concluding that the world will end in 2051 because the Lutheran service book only lists the dates of Easter up to 2050. Now, that may be optimistic, both for the world and for the hymnal. Let's face it. Whenever we try to predict the end of the world and prepare for it as though it were an appointment on our day planner, we're going to wind up with eschatological egg on our faces. Now, if you read through the Old Testament prophets, there's a lot of talk there about the day of the Lord. The great day of the Lord is thought by the Israelite people to be a great day, a day where God's going to pour out numerous blessings, blessings upon blessings. The day of the Lord was believed to be a day of success, a day of prosperity, a national victory of massive celebrations. However, that's not how it's portrayed by Zephaniah. Zephaniah's view of the great day of the Lord is quite the opposite of what the Israelites were expecting. And so instead of a day of prosperity with blessings upon blessings, Zephaniah's view is dismal and rather frightening. In fact, his view is quite destructive. The day describes the day full of wrath, distress, and anguish. It's a day full of trouble, ruin, darkness, and gloom. It's a day that people will not want to experience. So God, speaking through Zephaniah, calls out those who bow down the roofs of the hosts of the heavens, those who bow down and swear to the Lord and yet swear by Milcom, those who have turned back from following the Lord, who do not seek the Lord or inquire of him. You see, God is taking his children who bow down and worship the stars, who bow down and say they worship the Lord, but are really worshiping the false gods that they made up. God is taking those who are completely turned their back on the Lord and refuse to inquire of him. God is taking these children of His and He's lining them up in front of Him, much like a child stands in front of a very upset parent. As the children of Israel try to defend themselves, they say things like, "But Lord, we're not as bad as those other nations out there. But Lord." It was just one time. But Lord, we promise, if you give us another chance, we'll never do it again. What does Zephaniah say? Be silent before the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is near. As the people stand before God, God doesn't want to hear all their excuses. God doesn't want to hear them try and defend themselves because he's heard it before. He's heard it from them when they were wandering in the wilderness and took matters into their own hands, when they grumbled against God and how God cared for them. He heard it from them when they were in the promised land Worshipping false gods. And if you read the Old Testament, the thing is, the Israelites never do better. Oh, they may correct their ways for a little while, but when things are going well for them, when things are on the up and up, they slide back into their old ways of the neglecting God those around them. As they try to defend themselves for their actions, they're told by God, be silent. Be silent. Because he already knows what they have done, and he has heard enough. And sadly... Each of us are no better than any of those Israelites. The thing that God calls the Israelites out on, those are the same things we do. Zephaniah says that people would bow down on their rooftops and worship the stars. Well, people announce and confess their devotion to Christ, but at the same time rely on horoscopes or fortune-tellers to guide them or help them determine what the future holds. Zephaniah says that people would bow down and worship God, but then they would go home and they'd worship the idols they made. They would worship their things, their possessions themselves. We come to God's house. We sing the praises of God and we pray to him What do we do when we leave here? Do we go home and lift up the false gods of our pride and our things and ourselves? In the midst of good times, Zephaniah says that the Israelites didn't seek out God or inquire of him. In the midst of our good times, we're quick, aren't we, to just pat ourselves on the back? When things turn sour, we question if God really loves me. We question if God really cares about me. To all this, God says, be silent. Be silent before the Lord God. For the day of the Lord is near. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice and consecrated his guests. As you and I live in these end times, the great day of the Lord is near. The great day of the Lord is coming at a time we did not expect. A day is coming when all people, whether or not they believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, will stand before him. They will stand before him and say things like, but Lord, compared to my neighbor, I'm a good person. But Lord, it was just one time. But Lord, I promise, I promise you, give me another chance and I'll never do it again. as you and I try to make excuses for all the things which we've done, God will simply say, be silent. And the reality of it is, the only thing one can do as one stands before God is acknowledge the sins they have committed and ask for his forgiveness. In Zephaniah's day, this was done through what was called a fellowship offering. A person would bring an animal to the sanctuary, confess their sins over the animal's head, and give it to the priest to be sacrificed. And in this offering, a piece of meat of the sacrificed animal was given back to the worshiper. And then that meat was shared with the worshiper's family and friends and other invited guests. Their eating of the sacrificial meat together signified their happy fellowship with the Lord. But God has prepared a different kind of sacrifice for you and me. As we gather together before God and one another, as we are doing this morning, we make confession of our sins, the sins that we have committed. We don't make excuses for them. We don't try and write them off. We confess them. And as God hears as we confess our sins and God hears our confession, he forgives us of our sins. And the proof of that forgiveness is not in the return of a sacrificed animal, but the sacrifice of all sacrifices through the selfless, sinless sacrifice of Jesus, through his body given for you and his blood shed for you, you are forgiven. You're forgiven of all your sins. And through Christ's resurrection, the promise of eternal life with him is given to you. As the great day of the Lord approaches, we... Don't stand around and wait in fear. We don't stand around on that last day wondering, well, what kind of punishment is God going to give me? For you who believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the last day. The great day of the Lord is not a day to be afraid of, but a day of great anticipation. A day of great anticipation because the trials and tribulations of this world and the heartache and the pain will be gone forever. The great day of the Lord will be a glorious day for the beloved children of God because they will live forever. They'll live forever in the glorious riches of of the new heaven and the new earth forever and ever. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpass all human understanding. Guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.